Welcome to Managing Dermatology, hosted by Adam, the Association of Dermatology Administrators and Managers, the only national organization dedicated to dermatology administrative professionals. This podcast is produced speaking as colleague to colleague in a casual and fun conversational style. The views and opinions expressed are those of the individuals featured and do not necessarily reflect that of the Adam Association. Welcome, everybody, back to Managing Dermatology, uh, the podcast that's uh, sponsored by Adam. I'm your host, Tony Davis, and I have the distinct privilege and pleasure to um, welcome one of our uh, executive committee members, board members, and uh, next um, president of Adam to the podcast and have a great conversation, and I'm excited for you all to get to meet her, uh, Michelle Blum. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate you having me on here. I'm coming to you from the snowy north, it seems like, here in Colorado today. We've got snow, ice, and a little bit of cold weather. Maybe you sent that down from Minnesota. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, no, we've got much the same, and uh, not, as much, not as much snow, that's for sure, but uh, it is cold. So yes. For those uh, listening down in the uh, warmer states, um, we're both envious of you, but uh, um, but that's the beauty of Adam is uh, I think those that are listening uh, as uh, to this recording, you know, will be all over the country and um, and I'm, send us some photos. We, we'd love a we'd love a warm up, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, great, Michelle. Well, it's um, we got a cool story to tell here, and and I, I want to get into your background a little bit, and um, and I think you you are sort of a poster child for. Um, how you can really get involved in, in the organization and, and contribute. And uh, so I don't want to uh, toot your horn too, too loudly but, uh, or embarrass you, but, you know, I, I think a lot of us within the Adam family uh, really feel that way. So um, but it'll be fun to sort of get to know you and, and hear about it, how it all came together. So sure. you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Cool. So um, the, why was sh- – really surprised i knew this but i I, it kind of caught me off guard again when i was sort of just going back over your your history and your work in your career um that you really only got into dermatology in 2015 and you can certainly correct me if i'm wrong there but uh which is seven six seven years ago now um yet you know you've been part of the adam board the uh you got right involved right away i mean um it 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 feels like I've known you forever. And, uh, <laughs> and that's a compliment, a great compliment. Uh, you know, just talk about, I mean, I know you've got a history in sort of the most senior uh, healthcare space, but kind of walk me through kind of how you got involved in administration and, sure. uh, and then obviously ended up uh, at Front Range, uh, you know, some seven years ago. Yeah, it, it's been quite a journey. My background is that I'm a nurse by trade. And so I did that for a number of years and I've worked in a couple of different sectors. Before coming to Front Range Dermatology, I managed a home care agency um, and I had a huge territory and about 250 employees that worked for me there. Um, And I was kind of at this place in my life where I was looking for something different. I had been there for about eight years. And as some of you um, know, that have a nursing background, possibly, you know, everything in home care is is regulated by uh, government regulation. And so it was, I was kind of on autopilot at that job. I knew um, the job really, really well. There was nothing new that was happening in it. Um, And so if something happened, you could just go to a set of regs and figure that out very quickly. And um, I was kind of on autopilot. 
And at that time, my uh, oldest son was getting ready to deploy to Afghanistan. And I thought it would be a great time for me to look for something else or maybe look at going back to school or I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. But I thought, well, I'll, I'll put an application out there, put my resume out there. So I met with the owner and the Mohs surgeon after hours one day. This was the first job that I had applied for, and they offered the position, and I've been here ever since. The rest is history. I think the wonderful thing for me at that time was that at, at that time, all the providers that were working in the, pri- in the practice were prior service, and most of okay. them still are. And so anyhow, I, so that was super helpful for me um, and yeah. because everything that was going through, uh, everything that was happening with my son overseas, I had a nice resource around me, and they could kind of help me walk through that and that time in my life, and it was awesome. Sure. What happened? And that wasn't in, that wasn't intentional either, Michelle, right? That was no, no, no. That was serendipitous. Yeah. So, um, and I, it became very obvious to me when I started here that I was a little in over my head. I didn't really know exactly what practice <laughs> management was all about. I had never done it before. I didn't really know anybody that had done it. Um, so yeah. I'm kind of one of those people that seeks to find someone to um, commiserate with, uh, I guess, so to speak. I found Adam and it's been such a blessing. I I surrounded myself with a lot of wonderful people that had way more experience than I did. And I just became a sponge and tried to learn everything I could um, about practice management. And really, you all shaped my career and and helped make me successful here. So I'm I'm so grateful for finding this group. Yeah, well, that's... um such a pleasure to hear. And I think and I, it's been a common theme through the, the podcast uh, interviewing, you know, the board members and, and, and some of our, our practice manager of the year, you know, everyone was sort of said the same thing. It's none of us know everything. And what's cool about it is we can draw from each other, our, our specialties or our, maybe we come from a background. You mentioned, you know, even you talking about your senior health background and how sort of you became pretty much on, kind of, you know, just kind of, kind of very, you know, on the treadmill and it just sort of becomes yeah. the same sort of treadmill every day. Um, but I do sense that that compliance piece of, we'll talk about this later, um, maybe sort of um, became sort of a little bit of the sort of a, a fortifying piece for you because you've carried that forwards into, into the dermatology space. And, and we've been able to draw out of you uh, a great set of skills that um, that are going to be very uh, valuable to to the membership at a, as a whole, and and that's the beauty of it. I think it's just you know we all come from different. It's what's cool about hearing these stories. I think is that it's just, everyone comes from a little different place, and there is no one right track to take Mm-mm. to get into, especially into any kind of practice management role, but even into dermatology. Would you agree? Absolutely. And I think um, that's what's so valuable about this group is that we're all seeing it through a little bit different lens. We all have a little bit different take on it. And maybe um, by sitting with people who aren't exactly the same as you or have the exact same background as you, you pick up on things that you maybe wouldn't have thought about. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think Wendy, um, who's on the board, she's given uh, a couple of different lectures at Adam conferences on strategic planning. And um, she yep. shared some documents that were life changing for me when I started working wow. on budget and that sort of thing. And so that's that's an area that I didn't really know. I didn't have that experience. Like I said, I, I was a nurse. I mean, I, I ran a home care agency, but a lot of that stuff was bound by regulation and um, was out of my hands. Some of that stuff. Yep. Um, but now. Uh, I, I kind of have to do it all. And so I've 
taken advantage of every lecture, every person that has offered <laughs> to send me a form or help me uh, review a document. Um, and everybody's been so helpful. And that's yeah. what's been so valuable about the Adam organization for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's just, uh, you're the poster child for it. And I think, you know, and I will say it requires, and you can speak on this, it requires, um, you identifying a you finding adam you found it it sounds like on your own really uh you know and and then looking at it and saying what can i get from this mm-hmm. that's one thing but what can i give to it as well mm-hmm. and uh, those things often get one-sided right and Absolutely. um and so so I, that's kind of what i would like to spend a few minutes around is you know you didn't just you know, I remember going to my first Adam meeting, I felt a fish out of water too. And, and I uh, didn't know anybody. And, you know, that first meeting was probably uncomfortable. And but I did meet a couple of people. And that sort of started the sort of the, the momentum. And it probably took two or three or four meetings for me really felt like I was uh, engaged in the Adam uh, organization. Uh, and, and eventually got on the board. But in your case, it was very quick. Um I do remember because I was on the nominating committee getting your resume and going, okay, this mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, what do we do about this? Um, you know, because we're looking, always looking for people that have energy and, and you've got a great background in volunteering. Um, and, and, but you obviously threw your name up there or someone threw your name in there. I forget how it all happened, but you were willing to at least take the call, hear about what the board position was about. Talk me through that process because that happened almost from the beginning for you. Right. Yeah, it did. And it's something that I, um, I look back on very fondly. I, and I do remember that call with you. Um, and I was scared to death to talk to you about it, but <laughs> it went pretty well. Yeah, no, the interview went really well. Uh, you know, it was, um, again, I think more so just the fact that, you know, it was great to see someone that was new to Adam really wanting to get involved. And, uh, and as you sort of said that, you know, it, it has sort of been a bit of your history because you've volunteered a lot and um, but also that it was a maybe for you a, a way to get plugged in uh, fairly fairly quickly would that was that some of the thinking behind absolutely. You know, jumping feet I, I first mean, or head first absolutely so I um, just learned so much at my first conference and uh, interacting with so many other practice managers that had way more experience than I did and I've always kind of use that motto uh, in life and all the different positions that I've been is to surround yourself with people that are way smarter than you are right. uh, because you can, you can learn a lot from those people and it also helps you become more successful. And so I felt like really Adam was a great foundation for me to start in practice management. And I learned so much from everybody that I felt like I wanted to give back to that. And I wanted to be a part of that and do that for somebody else because yeah. there are a lot of people that come into practice management from various backgrounds. Um, I, I know that you're yep. in finance. I was a nurse. Other people maybe have HR backgrounds. Yep. So we're all kind of looking at it through a different lens. And I yep. think that's the wonderful part is that there's so many different, um, so many different angles that people are coming from that you just learn a lot. Yeah. Well, and I think, um, and also I think part of it too is, um, is uh, you know, in your case, sort of a situation where you're like, okay, I, I, I I'm not, you weren't, afraid is not the right word. I hate to use that word, but it, it's more just like volunteering into an organization like Adam or any uh, local association, whether it be charitable or just volunteering, you got to balance your time, right? I mean, you've got a clinic to run 
And Absolutely. oftentimes there's not a lot of hours available, uh, free hours, so to speak, uh, to, to put into, uh, into uh, another association or an organization. But do you find that you've figured out a way to kind of balance that out and um, over the years that uh, sure. I, I'm just thinking of someone that might be interested in, in really getting involved, but are, are worried that they're going to get sort of, um, you know, it's, it's just going to be a time suck or a, or a, sure. a commitment they can't, they can't live to, you know? Well, it is a commitment, right? I mean, we all know that because we're all on the board and we know that there are meetings that we attend and um, being part of a committee or being a committee chair is time consuming. But I've always looked at that as what, what I'm getting back is so much greater than what I feel like I'm putting in time-wise. Yep. It is a part of what makes me a successful practice manager. So I feel like it's part of my job. And some of the stuff that I do during the day with my committee work or um, it, it, with a, at a meetings, the board meetings, those are, those are planned during my work day. Yep. Um, and the person that I work for encourages it and supports that because of all the ideas that I'm able to bring back to the practice to help us become more successful. Yeah. So he knows that I'm vested and that means he's vested. So yep. it's worked out well for us. And that's great to hear. And I think that's great encouragement for folks uh, uh, listening in here today. Just, um, you know, and, and I think that's, again, the beauty of, 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 I repeat myself when I listen to these podcasts, but it's, it's true. It's, and, and we're always, we're very easy to get hold of any of us uh, to talk through these things. So um, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about, Hey, how can I get more plugged in, pick up the phone, get a hold of any one of the board members. Um, uh, Michelle and I are happy to take phone calls and, and, to, and, 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 and help anyone that wants to get plugged in. Um, yeah. So talking about volunteering, one interesting component for you is, so you've had some involvement on the firefighting front. Um, <laughs> Talk me through that a little bit. I mean, I think it speaks to your character some, but I just want to. Yeah, I, um, my husband was retired from the military for 34 years. And after he retired um, and he was at home and worked his way through the honeydew list uh, yeah. and then got bored, <laughs> he recognized that, you know, maybe public service is something that I'm not ready to give up. And he really encouraged me also um, to look at public service as something that we should just do as part of being a good citizen in this yeah. country. And if you want to be, um, if you want to have a voice about how things are run, the, the really the way to do that is to, is to say, pick me and yeah. I want to be a part of that change. Um, and so he ran, uh, became part of the town board um, as a trustee um, of the same year that I ran for the fire board. And so it is public office. I did that. Um, Mostly the fire board was um, something that was very special to me. My son, before he joined the military, was on that fire department. So I knew some of the guys. Yep. I didn't know anything about firefighting. I mean, <laughs> I know how to run a business and I know how to read budgets and financials and to make good, sound decisions. And obviously being a firefighter wasn't something that was required. Um, so I'm in my seventh year of service as the vice president of the fire board. And we've done some amazing stuff for our community. We um, built a new station. We brought in um, EMS to our community that's free for everybody that, that lives in our district. Nice. Um, and we've hired a lot of, a lot of additional firefighters. So the, the force is, is big now. We probably yeah. have about 45 people. Um, and it's just wonderful to be a part of that organization. It's a brotherhood. Um, and they really, uh, they really give back to the community. And so it kind of falls in line with how I felt about Adam as well. You know, you get into, you, you get back from things, what you put into them. Absolutely. And so for me, it was a matter of, um, you know, I really just wanted to invest in, in our community and um, what I get back from that is just 
crazy. Yeah. And it's no, a wonderful, I, it's a wonderful partnership to have because they've also helped us, you know, as an organization, they, uh, I know that I put it in the, the, the newsletter or the magazine that was published this last summer. We did a live fire training. You can't get fire departments to do live fire trainings uh, mm-hmm. very often. Right. Um, and so all of our staff went down and they taught us how to use fire extinguishers in a live fire situation. Um, they do our um, BLS certification for us. Sure. Um, we've worked out an, an opportunity for all the firefighters to have skin checks. So they all circle through with our providers. We all know Fantastic. each other and, and it's yeah. been a wonderful, yeah. Wonderful partnership. Yeah. What a great story. And uh, you know, how you can, you know, how life can come or business and life can kind of be synergistic in so many ways. And, um, but it's, you got to put yourself out there and, and these things, these things come, otherwise it would, would never happen. Well, you know, Let's talk a little bit about, uh, we've sort of gotten to know you a little bit. And I, I really wanted listeners to um, kind of he- hear your story. And you certainly as, as you step into the presidency coming down the road here. But, um, the you know, talking about your volunteering and, and you've got a full-time job and you've got, you know, uh, a lot going on in your life. But there's time for Michelle to to hang out and do fun stuff. So let's go through that a little bit. So what do you, you know, do you have a you know, a vacation spot or a, a, a play, a getaway that you uh, self to occasionally? Um, how does that work you know, for you? My husband and I love to travel and we love to go to new places. So we've been, uh, you know, just, I couldn't even tell you how many trips we've taken. We've tried to make time for that. We've gone to Europe, we've done California and Florida and Mexico and nice. um St. John. We've been a lot of different places. And so that's something we really enjoy. I, I think that, you know, it's not our first rodeo. He was married before and so was I. Um, yep. And so when you go down that road and you're a little bit older, we've only been married for um, about eight years. And so uh, he's my best friend. Mm-hmm. We, we do everything together. We have a lot of fun um, yep. and our, we have common interests. So it, it's good. We, yeah. we can have fun wherever we go. Yeah, I would say Michelle's a great follow on Facebook, folks. So if you if you want to follow her treks around the the country and world, uh, do that. Uh, you're a big Nebraska fan. Absolutely. I do know that. How did that all uh, come about? You know, I'm from Nebraska. I grew up there. I was born and raised there. Um, and in Nebraska, we don't have professional sporting teams. So yeah. the Nebraska Cornhuskers are it. And it's been a tough like 19 years. Let's just be honest. <laughs> And Bill get, Penny is, is quick to remind you. Yeah, sure. Talk to him. Yeah, well, Bill can't talk too loudly. I mean, the Gophers have done oh, better in recent years. Bill, uh, for those of you listening, is a board member that's on the executive committee and a uh, big Minnesota uh, go- Golden Gopher. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of Big and Ten two- chatter going on. Uh, and with our president, Janice, as well, a uh, big sure. Purdue fan. So it's well, kind of fun. And, and my providers, uh, Dr. Wilde. Yeah, and Janice Smith, our president, she's a big Purdue fan. So a lot of Big Ten uh, batter and ch- banter and chatter going on in the executive Absolutely. committee. Yeah. yeah. And football is life when you're from Nebraska. So, I, I mean, my husband is a huge Broncos fan because he grew up here in Colorado. But professional football for me has always been like eh, a little lackluster. I love the <laughs> college games. And what's very exciting for me as a, as a mom and as a football fan is that my um, oldest son, who just turned 29 this week, is going to be playing semi-pro football this year. So he got oh, picked wow. up by a local team. And um, so I get to watch him play football all over again. And he played from the time that he was – you know, in third grade, all the way through high school, and it was just a fun standout. Um, oh, good for athlete. you! So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. That's going to be cool. Um, so what else? Let's talk about um, some other things. Uh, movies, TV shows. Do you have sort of a genre that you enjoy or a particular favorite? Um, you know, we, we loved Yellowstone. It was a great series. Okay. Um, and so uh, I like Westerns. My weird obsession is this show um, called 90 Day Fiance. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's no. like one of those. Um, it's like Jerry Springer. You watch it because it's just a train wreck and you think, well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's entertaining for me. The other thing I like about it is the fact that it is um, about people from all over the world. And you get okay. to kind of see how people live in other cultures, which is super interesting to me. Oh, nice. But, yeah. yeah. And well, sports, especially if you've got that travel bug aspect to you yes. too, you know, it's kind of fun to kind of see what's out there. You know, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, how about music? You know, I've always been a country fan. I, I like um, all different kinds of music. Um, when I was younger, I sang a lot in high school. When I was in college, I was in a touring choir. Um, wow. And so I, I enjoy music. It's a big part of my life. I, I used to teach country dance. Um, and so I, I, I just love music. Uh, but it's oh. mostly uh, country western genre. I would yeah. say my, my favorite um, country western singer would have to be uh, Pat Green. He's out of Texas, so George might know who he is. But he's kind of a Texas country. Cowboy. There you go. So, nice. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, we, when we get to hang out with Michelle uh, at, a, at a meeting, you, uh, we might have to just get some karaoke going. No, and, uh, yeah. That yeah, fun, check, it, it? check out the voice, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, speaking of that, when you go out, food, drink, what's your, uh, what's your go-to? You know, um, I love a good margarita, um, and sure. we love Mexican food. We have a lot of great Mexican food here in Colorado. But growing up in Nebraska, you know, you can't beat just a, a nice cold beer on a hot day um, and with barbecue. So there you go. I'm not a fancy frilly girl. I'll, they... I'll, I'm pretty happy in any situation. Yeah, I think we've come to know that about you. Very straightforward. And uh, um, you, you, what you see is what you get. And that's, yep. that's why we love you. Well, let's finish up on a, on a, on a cool note regarding um, some exciting things that's coming down the road here with Adam. And something you have spearheaded for several years now. And, you know, I remember when Gaby uh, Brocklesby, our president before me, uh, we sort of had been batting around this idea around doing some work in the coding and, and billing area for education. Um, we've always done some sessions on that at, at our Adam meetings and, and some partnerships with the AAD and APC and other organizations. But it was sort of something Gaby sort of wanted to get going and then you and I talked about it from when I was in the presidency seat and, you know, and then obviously we've sort of pushed things forward a little bit. Then they sort of stopped and started and, you know, obviously COVID got in the way of things, but we have some news. Um, we do. And, and I think it'd be um, very appropriate that you uh, are the one to sort of share that with the audience. And, and uh, so, you know, Take it away. What 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 yeah, can you tell our, our Adam friends? So um, the uh, coding and billing certificate course should be live soon. Um, we've been working on it very hard over the past. Um, like you said, it's been a while. It seems like it's been five or six years since I started that committee. It was yep. a lot of work. I had a lot of talented people on the committee that were very dedicated um, to helping this move forward. It's the idea that Gaby had um, to really get education in front of our billers and coders and um, uh, in a way for Adam to be relevant in that world. Mm -hmm. And so we worked really hard on putting all the questions together um, and the answers, questions and answers, broke it out into sections. And we did all that in committee work. Um, and so this was all done via Zoom calls or conference calls where we worked together 
we would, I would assign um, assignments to the committee members and then they would email things back to me. And we finally got all of that together and uh, kind of wrapped it up in a nice little bow and said, okay, this is about as far as I know how to take it. <laughs> um, and we went to the board and they were very gracious to help us, uh, you know, move it forward by saying, you know, we could work with somebody else to help us put that together. So we've been doing that now um, since last summer, I think. Um, and we are in the final stages of getting that production ready. Everything has been put together, the PowerPoints, the training, we're just getting ready to go into uh, video and recording. Um, I should have, if it's not 100% finished by the meeting in Boston, yep. we will at least have um, a, a teaser for you so that you can see what it's going to be like, but we're hopeful that it's gonna be finished by then. So awesome. uh, this will be a great tool for all the practice managers to use and to to use for their billing departments and anybody like at the front desk that, to, that needs to learn more about dermatology billing and coding is specific for derm. Um, we've had the, the world renowned uh, June McKernan helping us yeah. with this in the final stages <laughs> is trying to help us get it to the, to the finish line. Um, and a lot of, you know, who June is, she's just a, a wonderful, sweet woman um, who's very, very intelligent and smart when it comes to dermatology and practice management. So she's Absolutely. been a huge, huge driving force for this. Absolutely. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. No. And again, I, I want to not uh, understate your involvement in, in getting this over the line. You've been persistent uh, and uh, without your persistency, this would not be where it is at all. And so thank you on behalf of everybody. I'm excited to see how it rolls out. And, uh, and we'll, um, we'll have more information, I'm sure, coming through uh, our various uh, media uh, in the coming uh, month or two before we uh, get together in, in Boston uh, in March. So, uh, you know, exciting well, I think news. This is a, it's a true testament to what, what you want to see in Adam happen can happen. You yeah. have to have a voice. And a lot of people have been asking for this for a long time. And so yep. here we are. Yeah, it took us a little bit longer to get there than we wanted to. But here we are. Um, yep. This is because somebody made suggestions. So yeah. you can make a difference in this organization and, and you can make it what it is that you want it to be. So absolutely, that goes right. back to encouraging you to, to volunteer and to be a part of it. Absolutely. Well, I couldn't think of a better tone to finish on today. Uh, uh, Michelle Blum from, from, uh, from Colorado. She's uh, joined Adam uh, six, seven years ago and just jumped full, full throttle into it. We, we, Truly appreciate everything you've done to this point. We're excited for your the handover to you as president. How's that feel for you? Good. A little yeah. scary. A little <laughs> nerve wracking, but good. I mean, I think healthy fear is good for everybody. So, but sure. I'm very excited. I think it's going to be fun. Um, we've obviously this is a good group of people, and um, and I and I love being around all of you. So it's going to be a good time. Yeah. No. And uh, we're excited for that. And. Hopefully uh, you'll you'll get to sort of um, run the show uh, back into what we would hopefully consider be post COVID, uh, uh, whatever the the normal will be uh, yes. <laughs> as we roll through this. So well, again, um, thanks again to Michelle for for her time today, and and hopefully everyone got a chance to really get to know her. And uh, and obviously, again, she's the most approachable person. So if you get a chance to see her at Adam meetings or need a want to talk to her directly she'll she'd love to talk to you so well um on that note we'll uh thank you for listening to managing dermatology uh and uh stay tuned we'll have a new episode out very soon be well everybody bye everybody thank you for listening to managing dermatology hosted by adam 
To learn more about the benefits of becoming an ADAM member, explore upcoming events, and access additional professional resources, visit ADA-M.org. Thank you.